listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Good morning, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show <gasps> via the... <coughs> Can we have a correctionis? What? Not Alan Cochran. Oh, no. Just oh, Steve Hall. Sorry, I'm you not... Sorry, readers. I'm not Alan's fan. in Edinburgh. Look, I'm You're not very well. <laughs> I'm drinking Dyrolite, for goodness sake. OK, Steve Hall. Um, now, you've stopped me before I've done the email thing. Oh, you've ruined everything. We could have corrected that later. Oh, so you People forget him. People won't be able and... to email. <laughs> yes, they will. It's the worst possible start. <laughs> Okay. Eight twelve fifteen on the text, ladies and gentlemen. Next time you should just pretend to be Alan for the yeah, rest yeah. of the show. Legend. <laughs> I don't does like it, spending does money. It say Alan I got a whip on the note. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you don't want to hear this housekeeping. I'm sorry, everyone at home. You might not be at home. You might be on waste ground with some um, bottles of cider. It doesn't make you a bad person. If you're at the Edinburgh Festival <laughs> and you're working for Absolute Radio. Um, <laughs> well, we don't know that for certain. <laughs> Just say. Um, so, yes, uh, good morning. Sorry, Steve, but you could have let me finish all about housekeeping. Yikes. <laughs> um, yes, so, um, welcome. And uh, I should, I, I don't know if I've ever, in our long, long past, ever told this story, but in 1996... I went to the all-star baseball game in Philadelphia. Lovely. Um, I actually played in the softball. Well, game. let's say 1996 was a big old year for you. Oh, I'll say. It was one of your, <laughs> you know, it was a big moment. Um, I remember being sitting at the game and um, they had, you know, when they, they have shots of people in the crowd and they had a I shot of me sitting in the crowd. This is in Philadelphia, <laughs> like I'm Cu- a big name. Couple getting engaged. And it said underneath, um, currently number one in the UK, Fantastic. which is true. Oh, so gave a compl- and LL Cool J, who d- was d- sitting in front of me, <laughs> turned around and went, hey, cool, man. <laughs> oh. I said, who are you? <laughs> so anyway, um, there, was a, there was a lot of events going on around the... I, I wish they'd have done that at a youth event now. Currently number one in the UK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just, they must have thought I was some, you know, like Elton or something. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, the reason I'm telling this story is they had lots of corporate events, as you can imagine, around this big baseball mm. uh, thing. And we went into one that was like a sort of a fair where they just gave you lots of free stuff. And there's a, uh, a stage set up with, you know, clearly there was going to be someone come on. And, you know, if you ever get to any kind of corporate gig, and uh, I don't know if you ever do, but if, if there's going to be a, a music act, yeah, it's going to be... Um, who was it that did uh, Save Your Kisses for me? Save uh, Brotherhood of Man. Yeah. yeah, but it's going to be Brotherhood of Man or mm. something, you know, mod yeah. might be on. Yeah. So anyway, so I thought, no one knew who it was. So anyway, when the act came out, it was Aretha Franklin. Oh, oh wow. shut up. So I'm, I'm actually leaning on the stage and Aretha Franklin comes walking out and does a corporate gig to about oh, 200 yeah. people. But the bit that sticks in my mind more than anything is this, the guitar player has got two laminates on, uh, 
One of them is tucked in his top pocket, so you can see the ribbon, but you can't see what the laminate is. And the other one hanging down was the standard 1996 All-Star Game laminate, like we're all wearing. And at one point, Aretha looked across at this guy, walked over to him mid-song, still singing, <laughs> took the laminate out of his pocket, which had got her face on, took that out of the pocket and put the other one in the pocket. So it was her face that was on the laminate. Oh. Visible. I'm not saying she wasn't a great singer. No. But... Um, <laughs> I think she was strict. <laughs> I think she kept a tight ship. I Aretha. like that about Aretha. Yeah, I'll always remember that, the uh, Enforce <laughs> Lamon. I mean, <laughs> what I would have done is maybe said to him, we better get my lemonade out, boy. And, yeah. and he could have done it, but to walk yeah. over mid-gig. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, it suggests an attention to detail, which I... I, ha- I dare I say it, respect. I think it, it, it suggests a sort of a remember of the boss. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is, uh, God bless her for that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're back on air. Blimey. I've been uh, filling in on doing Alan's Friday Night Trawl. Steve Hall covering the trawl. Yeah. Uh, and um, John Duff has written having listened to last week's show I think he's identified something that fell on stony ground he said it wasn't acknowledged last week but Emily your Sandy Toxvic was excellent thank you (laughs) what was that one remind me what were we talking? What my Sandy talks with? Yeah, I we think were we were talking about cakes, Bake Off. Yeah, and we were imagining uh, Gareth Southgate having a Bake Off party with some of the England players. Oh yeah, and I think I might have said, Gareth, Gareth darling, have you got the Madeira? <laughs> I love yeah. Toxfig. Yes, yeah, do you know what? I want to become Toxfig. If you I you will, say- Oscar, <laughs> you will. Could be Britney Spears song. I'm addicted to you, but I know that you're Toxfig. Oh, very fine. <laughs> <laughs> We've we- also got eight eight zero. Oh yeah, morning guys. That sounds like an online betting company. <laughs> <laughs> He says, um, I'm wondering if you three have any sage advice for a lonely student heading into his last Greek philosophy exam later this morning. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's one we might want to think yeah, about throughout yeah. the show. No, no pressure to come up with something immediately, but I like the sound of Dan in Exeter. Yes. Well, uh, I w- what I would suggest to him is that no man steps into the same river twice. Mm? I love that. <laughs> A life without examinations is intolerable to me, yeah. is what I would say. Uh, I believe that was uh, Socrates. Greek, Greek philosophy. Yeah. So there's a genuine possibility that what's the point might actually just be one of the exam questions. Yeah. It's, be. um, it's been a week, of course, for those um, things on the news of people opening letters and looking excited, yeah. you know. Kids, Jump, oh, jumping yeah. into the air, punching getting, the air. They never seem to have the people uh, who failed... <laughs> well, no, they go on Twitter because you know you get the spate of celebrities saying, "Well, I got you know three yeah, years." Jer- Jeremy Clarkson is, and then, yeah, and then they'll say, "And my chef's just preparing my truffles as we right. speak." So oh, that's okay. a thing now. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Jeremy Clarkson does it as an annual tweet. I think he, I think I he, he so. got three years. Yeah, I believe yeah. So. or two, a C and two U's or something. I mean, why would you bother recording them if they were that bad? And then he, I, I don't think we should celebrate um, <laughs> ignorance in any uh, aspect. Yeah. I wonder if there's people going, it also does, like in my case, I got, I got 
I, I did pretty well, and then I ruined my life at university. There's there's people who might go, you got three eights, but it could all be, it could all still be downhill from here. Yeah, maybe well, maybe just celebrate doing well in your A levels and not worry about what where it might end up. <laughs> yeah. I, I That's respect a great idea. respect to anyone who did well, well in their A levels. As I say, really, it will all come down anyway to how you pronounce the letter H. So, yeah. you know, this is this is what your success in life will be based on. Is that still true? Yeah, it's a thing. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> Can I, uh, I... I went... If you remember, I was talking to you last week about the fact that I was off to Somerset House. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, to see uh, Jodie Whittaker give a oh, talk of course, about yes, yes. her oh, favourite yeah. film, films that had influenced her life. Oh, yeah. uh, Jodie Whittaker, you may know, is the uh, the new Doctor in uh, in Doctor Who. Um, there'll be people who don't know that. Indeed, yeah. yes. Always, always. Um, yeah, and you thought, Frank, it might be, because she's quite a sort of... I imagine there'd be some gritty northern... That's what I was expecting. Yes. It wasn't really true. I thought, oh. I thought it would be uh, a taste of honey and man at the top. Oh, was it more dirty dancing? It was more. It was. It was a lot of films I hadn't seen actually, like The Goonies. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, I walked out of that when I was about twelve. Oh, did you? Oh, well, you'd love this. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Blair Witch. Oh, yeah. Again, I've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. Did it leave you inspired to watch them? Uh, not Blair Witch, that just looked terrifying. I don't like horror films. Frank doesn't like scary movies. They actually do that which they are supposed to do. I actually lie awake <laughs> in the night thinking that someone is standing in the corner of my bedroom. I mean, I literally think that someone will get out the wardrobe yeah. and stuff like that. They and so what about the scarier, the scarier Doctor Who ones? No, I'm all right with those, for goodness sake. <laughs> what do you think I am? Some sort of... <laughs> make me sick. <laughs> Radio. Absolute Radio. I was um, I was looking at uh, the Somerset Live um, website. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm very interested in all things parochial. And yes. Any sort of local papers or anything like that. I love <laughs> the way everything is twisted <laughs> to make it local. Yeah. And they announced um, the. the Jodie Whittaker becoming Doctor Who and, and I, I wrote down what they wrote Dorset set broad church <laughs> actor bear in mind she's not from there but <laughs> she was in a programme that was set there yeah. Dorset set broad church actor beats Somerset's Chris Marshall as Peter Capaldi replacement because oh, there was some suggestion wow. that Chris Marshall yes. might, might mean, be the next time everything is Geared towards. <laughs> so I wonder if they have a thing saying um, new Doctor Who <laughs> appears at house named after Somerset. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was at Somerset House up this weekend. <laughs> anyway, so she, um, she clearly she survived the um, it, the last that we saw of the Doctor. Uh, oh, her. don't spoil it! I'm saving it up. No, but the, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she fell out of a. She fell out the Tardis and plummeted towards the earth. Oh that, no! That was how she was left. Yeah, a bit like. Do you remember? Um, oh, is that how she? Is that her that's arrival? How left it, yes, that's how they left it. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Maybe I'll watch it. Um, <laughs> I think you should watch it. Do you just know? Because it's a great 
step forward for feminism. Well, I think I like her. I'm a fan of her, so I might start watching it. Give it Goodness a go. me, this would be revolutionary. I Just mean, I've said this many times before, Frank, and I've never done it. <laughs> no, I know. But, this a, might be the one. You're a day of the Triffids girl. So this is a big... Yeah, exactly. Big, big glasnost. But do you know, do you know when uh, Lego Alfred the Butler uh, <laughs> fell out of the plane in, um, in the Batman Lego movie? It's very, very similar trope to that. Do you remember that? I don't, I've not, I don't think I've watched that film. Can I say it's a brilliant film? I would very much recommend it. Mm. So anyway... I think uh, I have seen that. Is that Everything is Awesome? I don't know, maybe that's something else. I'm looking that's at the you... first one. I oh, think okay. that's the Lego movie. I'm oh, sorry, I haven't caught up with the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So anyway, um, so I arrived there. There's mm. lots of people outside, obviously, of a Doctor Who fan nature. Mm. Um, making do with my signature. Oh. <laughs> when really they were... Because I think... I, think, um, uh, Whitt- I must get used to calling her Whittaker. I think it's very important we just call her Whittaker because mm. <coughs> people are calling her Jodie, I notice. Yeah. And all the doctors, people always say, oh, yeah, Capaldi was brilliant and uh, Tennant. Oh, so yeah. I think in, all, in the sign of equality... Oh, we've got to go surname. Yeah, okay. they all, right, they're always yeah, spoken yeah. of like you're at public school. Yeah, they're spoken yeah. of by their surname. <laughs> so anyway, um, at the end... Uh, so I met a bloke there who uh, was come over and said, oh, I'm a big fan of yours and all that. Uh, lovely. And I signed, I had my photo talk with him. Mm. And after he said, look, I've I got something for you. Thanks for that, i got something for you. And he gave me the new Sonic screwdriver. Oh, wow. lovely. I mean, in my hand, it wasn't that's... a prank. So well, how did he a, get hold of it? It wasn't one? some sci-fi <laughs> ritual. Are they on sale yet? Yeah, I think they must be on sale now, the toys. Oh. It was very exciting. What did you make? lovely gift, that. Yeah, it is. I wonder I, if it... And so apt, considering the nature of the event. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you were thinking? <laughs> but uh, it was... Uh, I'll tell you what was great about it, is at the end, she said, look, I can't... I'm not going to do autographs because I've got a really long name. Oh. <laughs> so that's a good... Great, <laughs> great. Um, she said, uh, but um, if anyone wants a photo... <laughs> and of course, the entire audience <laughs> lined up, including me, I have yeah. to say. Oh, did you? To get a photo. Did you get the photo? Well, someone very, very sweetly, someone came up to me and said, look, would you like to come backstage and do it? And I said, oh, okay then. Were you happy? So I waited at the back. There was a point where there was three people getting their photo took with me, just while they were (laughs) killing time, (laughs) where there's an enormous queue. I was like the uh, studio theatre to her main main auditorium. It's a lovely support act, though. It's a nice surprise. It's like when the support act, you're like, oh, they're not bad. Perkins Perkins is there. Had you met her before? Um, I, I met her very briefly at a thing where she just said, uh, "All right, I love," or something like that. <laughs> at uh, the opening Reach of the fair class. the opening of the Ned. Yes, I was there with you, darling. I yes. was one of your plus yes. ones. You had about plus but no, four. Um, as everyone says, she's very, very, very nice person. So, so, what, so you had the picture thing. taken. Was it better than the Buzz Aldrin experience? Yeah. Yeah, she was a bit friendlier yeah. than oh, that. Oh, good. Well, we that's not actually, hard, is it? We did actually chat and nice. have a go for a drink. I didn't oh, get. I didn't, whoa, 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 whoa! No, not just me and her. Know about this. Come on, come on, what? guys! What the? Come on! You went for a drink with Doctor Who. I went for. A, I've had a drink with Doctor <laughs> Who before now. <laughs> uh, How many Doctor Who's have you had a drink with? I've had a drink with. Uh, 
Well, you know, I did Peter Capaldi and uh, Tom Baker, even. If you go for a drink room, you can go, who's who's round is it? Oh. (laughs) Does that work? Who's round is it anyway? She wouldn't say who's round is it. That would be like their surname. You wouldn't say Skinner's round is it. Doesn't make any sense. Go back to the drawing board. (laughs) Um... That's my advice. Oh, um, no. Sorry. Can I just say, this This student is saying... Well, no, he's asking. He's saying, thanks for the philosophy advice, guys. The exam's at 9.30, so it's come in handy. Have we made it in time? Yeah. Did we help with that? Look, I just think it's so brilliant that anyone is studying Greek philosophy yeah, in really, 2018 yeah. that I just want to tell that student that they are my hero. So what about that? I nearly said I was about that then, but those days are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm a bit sluggish this morning. I'm uh, I'm I'm on various. Um, He's heavily medicated. I'm, hev- I'm heavily <laughs> medicated. It's true. Oh, it's all gone a bit. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, I've got a whatever happened to. Oh yeah. This is from one five three. Morning, Frank and the gang. Whatever happened to... Well, I like that they say, what, whatever happened to, to start you off. Why I like don't, that. I'll tell you what, do you want me to go... When shops closed down the windows, they used to be covered in newspaper. Oh, that is true. Yeah, yeah. you like that? Has that stopped? You don't see that these days. Praise included. That's from Norwich. Is that, is that because of the death of print media? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The newspaper thing, definitely... That was a big thing, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I'm surprised that's... Uh... Well, yeah, maybe that is, because newspaper used to be used for so many things. Yeah, yeah. Chips. Oh, I had, I had one come to me this week, actually. Go on. Eloping. Yes. <laughs> and when people used to elope... Yeah. and they were green. They would just yeah. di- disappear <laughs> off somewhere and then come back married. Well, there was a Gretna Green story very regularly in the press. Now these young people won't even know what that is. A friend of mine went to... Yeah, Gretna Green was a place in... Uh, I guess it's a place in Scotland where you could just go and get married sort of immediately. Yes, and yeah, my parents was, would always very... make jokes about it on the motorway and say, oh, that's where you'll end up. Yeah. The, well, America has Las Vegas, we have Gretna yeah, Green. Yeah, yeah well, um, I remember a friend of mine got married. He did exactly that, drove off to Gretna Green. And... Um, had, One of the uh, staff's um, stomachs they, has just rumbled to see. They had uh, two witnesses. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> we should point out someone said that to Frank once. Yeah. Where were you? I was at the theatre in uh, Edinburgh. My stomach rumbled and a woman next to me went, hmm, sexy. <laughs> I mean, what is this strange pressure on you to be sexy all the time like a Madonna? Exactly. Uh, it didn't last long. Humour's your brand. Um, Oh, oh, God, what was I saying? You were talking about Gretna Green. Oh, yeah. So we went and got married in Gretna Green, and um, they, had, they had to have two witnesses still, and the witnesses was a cleaner and a woman who'd come to pay her rent. <laughs> <laughs> very, very romantic. My wife and I eloped. We, uh, we, went, off to, to Las, we went off to Vegas. And uh, we would, because we, my wife's Australian. You weren't married by an Elvis. No, no. It turns out within our price range, the Elvis impersonators were quite expensive. Okay. So for what oh. we could afford, I look more like Elvis than the Elvis impersonators. Okay. So we we got married on the top of the Stratosphere Tower, and the minister married us, and then said, "I pronounce you man and wife." And then we were catapulted five hundred feet into the air. 
Really? Yeah, it was really good fun. But our witness was that was a very he was the photographer and he acted as as the witness as well. And as I kissed my now wife for the first time, he went, "Go on, slip her the tongue," which is the most Vegas moment. But we eloped, much to the chagrin of my parents. But what about love? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, We've had another whatever happened to oh. Chris. Chris Buckle has said whatever happened to Knight's moves on Emily. Yeah, well, uh, we tried to discourage that, to be honest. Oh, is that, has that been yeah, actively discontinued? Well, he then says... <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. find discouraging yeah. No, no, but, yeah, as you say, in the current climate. Yeah. We yeah. always had blokes sending in and saying, <laughs> I'd be very happy to show oh, I see, um, right. Emily around Dunstable. There's something wrong about it. So listen, I was on holiday this week, oh. and um, I, I, th- they had a swimming pool... Um, and uh, yeah, flashy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know how to live. <laughs> and um, it was, it wasn't cold. It was cold, cold for a man of my age. <laughs> and uh, so what oh. I thought, I thought I'll, I'll swim for a bit, and then I'll get in the jacuzzi at the end just Very to nice. warm up as the jacuzzi. Look at you Lovely. swimming confidently. Lovely, isn't it these days? So there was a couple in there, uh, but I thought it's all right. It's a, it's a communal thing. So. Um, me and Kath got in the jacuzzi and then Boz came. Oh, God. In. Oh, what? God, Boz was there. Yeah, Boz got in as well. And then, um, so afterwards, uh, someone said to me, you know that, you know you were with in the jacuzzi? Yeah. yeah. I said, no. And they said it was uh, uh, Keely Hawes. Oh. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Keely Horse? Yeah. No, but thanks for the tip. I know, you no, can't I, do that yeah. one. And, um, <laughs> okay, that's not um, be uh, Keely Horse, open brackets, spooks, close brackets. And um, I only said that because every actor I ever know has after their name, <laughs> yeah. open brackets, spooks. And Matthew McFadden, is yeah. it? Fadian, Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, open bracket spooks. Close bracket. <laughs> spooks. He, oh yeah, he spooks. I yeah. think of him as more Pride and Prejudice. Oh okay. Which oh, okay. I think of, she was in uh, Doctor Who. She was in the same series that I was in. In fact, I like that suddenly yeah. people go way up in your estimation yeah. when they're in Doctor Who. Steve, it was something like. Uh, I'm trying to remember what episode. Oh, I'm sure Ms. it's Be- okay. Miss Beetle Brox or something. Yeah. Like. She's oh, one with the yes, big glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of evil. Femme fatale type. Oh, figure. sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, we had a bit of uh, jacuzzi action. Oh, wow. Well. I thought you were going to say like, was, she in, was it her in Ashes to Ashes as well? Oh, it? look, this is not IMDb. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's, uh, for one brief moment, it was, uh, it was celebrity heavy, that jacuzzi. Well, I think you'll find it was celebrity soup in that jacuzzi. <laughs> it was. It and was. I wish I'd been that crouton in there. Yes, well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if I'd known it was them, would I have... Do, be do, nicer. Do you say hello to people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you've never met, you've never interviewed them in the past? or Don't be ridiculous. Well, you do the, um, do you do the sort of brotherhood of celebrity? Oh, Nod. yeah. I definitely do that. Yeah. I, rem- I remember seeing uh, Paul Henry from Crossroads working in a pub in Birmingham. Sorry, just, can we just explain um, who that is to he people? Played, he played a character called Benny. <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, who was... 
How would you describe him, Frank? Giving you that uh, hospital pass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was uh, he was a simple rustic. Yeah, he was uh, rustic. Is a great description. Character. And I remember shaking, walking in, and just walking over and shaking hands. And the whole pub went quiet and looked at us. It's a brilliant moment. Wow. Yeah. I almost think it was like when uh, the bloke playing um, the devil shakes hands with one of the Nazi officers in uh, the the art house movie Mephisto. Oh. <laughs> you work out who was Absolute who. Absolute radio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Frank, we've heard from Somerset Live. Oh, yeah. Uh, you were talking... Was it specifically about them earlier? Well, or yeah. Or Somerset-based journalism? Well, it was about Somerset Live and their coverage of... Their announcement of... Um, Jodie Whittaker becoming the new as, doctor. As a doctor. So, with its uh, Somerset slant. Yes. This is James from Somerset Live. Hi, Frank, Emily and Steve, not Alan. I am the weekend editor of Somerset Live. Uh-huh. Oh, Frank. <laughs> and my ears certainly pricked up with your mention of our site and how we announced Jodie Whittaker as a new doctor. I'm now working on a new story about a chart-topping comedian revealing the ingenious way we announced how Broadchurch's Jodie beat Somerset star to the top <laughs> job in the TARDIS. I'll send you a link when it's live. Kind regards, James Brinsford. Well, uh, thank you for that, <laughs> That's Jane. great. Yeah. I wish I could offer you some link between me and Somerset. <laughs> I've been to Somerset, yeah. if that counts. David Deal's partners um, from there, I believe. Oh, no, she's not, is she? And I think I playfully described it as Zomazet, (laughs) which I think is what you're supposed to do if you're a local. Quite a few of the readers this morning are pointing to a story in Somerset about uh, a a missing wedding ring being dug up and found on a carrot, which I think has been a theme of this show before. There's a new one, and that took place Uh, in Somerset. Oh, that was a Somerset Somerset one this week. That must have owled the front page of Somerset (laughs) Live. I'm surprised they've had a moment to get in touch with us today. Yeah, ring on carrot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) wow. Ring on carrot. I love that Hanna-Barbera film. (laughs) (laughs) It was a follow-up to sword in the stone. <laughs> Less popular, I think it's fair to say. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. So, um, do you this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and uh, Steve Hall, who's with us today. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Look, I'm not well, so if I sound a bit sluggish, it's not that I'm not interested. Inside, I'm bursting with enthusiasm. I just can't get it to hit my tongue. Okay, love. We've, uh, at it. we've heard from the outside world, Frank. Uh, Sen has emailed saying, Dear Frank... I was in the Absolute Radio library browsing through back issues when I read the chapter in which Frank mentioned that he always imagined Jedward uh, doing leapfrogs. Oh, yeah. Though you didn't know why. He uh, Sen says, I think I have the answer. Jedward have a silhouette remarkably similar to that of the imps that appeared in Rupert the Bear. Uh, oh. Playful imps were often shown leapfrogging. 
Okay. Oh, wow. So that's it. I hope it's that. Do you know, when you said uh, the Absolute Radio Library, for a moment, and this is probably a sign of my age, I genuinely thought it was something like the Bodleian. <laughs> I thought there was a purple library. It's a very elegant imagery that Beautiful. Sam has created. It's lovely. Yeah, I, I would, uh, I'd like to visit that building. I must imagine t- high <laughs> st- stacked <laughs> with... Um, Can I say... Imagine what? the OC memorial section. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a special thing to see. They could have Silence the, in the, the section. Men, the Men Commandments, which was the book that he brought up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> Fantastic. Can I say we're also getting a lot of love this morning for Frank's Q&A that he did this week... In, I mean, I know we're a Somerset live station now. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Frank was in uh, ES magazine, which is with, comes with the Evening Standard, and he did the My London Q and A. My London. Yes. I'd like to. I'd just like to read you one of his answers. <laughs> I can't say My London without thinking. Yes, My London. Well, can I say when I worked uh, in another life? At uh, ES Magazine, I was told. Hold it! What was your official job title? You know very well what it was. I love Frank. this. What, Go was, on. It? what was it? It was editor at large. Oh, editor wonderful! The other yeah. one was in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was what first attracted Frank to me as a friend. I love editor yeah. at large. It's so marvellous. Anyway, um, some... I imagine a big police search going on. For the editor <laughs> at large. Did you object to the word large being used? We got <laughs> editor at medium at best. No, it was it was fine. I mean, I barely ate. So, someone has actually gone as far as to send a screen grab. So much do they like one Fantastic. of Frank's answers, which I'm, gonna, I'm afraid I'm going to share with you. I have to. Best thing a cabbie has ever said to you? A Latvian woman, as she drove me down Regent Street, asked why young men were queuing outside Nike Town. I explained it was because some new trainers had arrived. She said nothing for about a minute, and then with great seriousness... I have queued for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was on my way here, yeah. actually, one That's day. So great. So I was told at the time this is the best Q&A that's ever been done yeah. and now it's been surpassed that's by brilliant. Frank yeah. I recommend you check it out it's is very funny the, is this the Q&A where do you, do you also mention having a fruit fly infestation that's yes he right. does yeah. I, I've also had a fruit fly infestation so I, I felt your pain when I read that it must okay. be it must be a but thing yeah. guys um, we, we need to remember Somerset Live so I don't want to talk about this too much no okay no, you're quite right. <laughs> I feel that's our new allegiance. I'm it just really not very up. If I had to do a thing called my summer set, <laughs> it would, be, would scratchy, be scratchy I, at best. OK, put you on the spot now. What would you say about summer set? I'd say, can you just have a big picture of me wearing a smock? <laughs> With an agricultural smock and leave it at that. Could, could we argue that Somerset House is technically part of Somerset? I don't think it is. Frank, so, someone's invited me of a tour of Hales Owen. Is that, does that sound nice good? Nice move. Uh, yeah. What's Hales Owen? Hales Owen is where I used to uh, teach when I was at a college of FE, Hales Owen College. Oh, OK. Very nice, Hales Owen. OK. Central Reservation, maybe? So you're um, there. Uh, yeah, I don't think I was drinking in those days. Okay. Um, so I, was, I, was, I spent less time sleeping on central reservations. Yeah. Uh, when I say I slept on central, I don't mean I was part of uh, the, the uh, Native American no. nation. I, uh, I just got drunk and slept on central reservations. I'm sorry, I'm not <laughs> suggesting it's a good thing, children. I hope someone's just tuned in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Q&A took a doctor. I'm saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's a bad thing. 
It is a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. How do we get out of this link now on a high on a high note? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's tricky, isn't what it? What are we going to do? Somerset Live, help us. Yeah. Yeah. What What do you know about Somerset, Steve? I don't. I know almost. I think you ever Ian, been? I've never. Ian Botham. I think used to. Did he play for Somerset? He did. He did. That's, that's about. So did uh, Vivian Richards. Oh well, that's. And that's... I think Joel Garner too. In fact. Oh, well, immediately. That's that's fantastic already. Yeah. I don't know if this is the way out of this thing. Vivian <laughs> <laughs> Richards. Yeah. Through seventies um, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's try seventies cricket as a sort of safe. Would it be 70s or 80s? I'd go 80s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because um, Ian Botham's autobiography called Frank. Um, Don't Tell Kath. Uh, was out then, and that was always a title you could use. Does he still do his walks? <laughs> yeah, he loves his walks. I don't know. If that's a, that's a that. brilliant whatever happened to. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> Ian Botham's walks. If <laughs> anyone seen him go past their house, I think he was ill. He sounded rough. Seen him? Yeah. <laughs> I imagine there's no one with him. It's just him walking in a in a mac in a raincoat. <laughs> the posse's got smaller and smaller. <laughs> oh no. They've had to uh, give him a Fitbit to establish that anything has taken place. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, I'm aware I've had some kind of sympathetic looks from both of you upon arrival this morning. Uh, no because, more than uh, normal. <laughs> no, fair enough. Indeed. I... I uh, have had the worst Do I give anyone with a suit jacket and blue jeans and trainers? Is that, I Goodness me. Oh, I always think they, they've got to be working in comedy clubs <laughs> somewhere. It's got that look to it. Excellent. Well, that's, that's good. There's a sartorial intervention. Well, I had, a, I had a similar look last week. I had, the, um, I had a bit of a, a suit, jacket and jeans look, which I always think makes me look like Lady Descending into the Pit in Mock the Week. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's the look I was going for. I always think... Uh, Saying, is it okay? <laughs> I think Steve always looks like he could be in Jules Holland's band. <laughs> oh, boogie-woogie. Yeah, bo- 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 boogie-woogie piano. I think, I think I'm flattered by that. Yeah. yeah. It could be a lot worse, love. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot worse. <laughs> I, I had the most disastrous haircut of my life this week. Oh, no. Uh, that's all right, Steve. Well, that's very kind of you. Yeah, oh. I um, I bumped into a hairdresser I haven't visited in two years. Do you like when Frank said, "Looks all right, Steve"? I went, "Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it doesn't look that bad." Well, it's, it's basically this is the first haircut of a bald man accepting that he's bald. I think it's the first time it's been shaved. Okay, properly. so have you, been, have you been doing? You've been a bit Michael Keaton in the past. <laughs> yeah, you? you've, you've left it a bit frizzy at <laughs> yeah. the front. That, but I, that's always a mistake. That just makes people anxious. Yeah, yeah. Shades. Maybe. It's not as extreme as Bobby Charlton, but it's in the no. same ballpark. Mm. Ballpark. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it looks. I, I think of you as um, balding. Yes. Yeah. That's. Oh. And I'm. I'm at ease with that. But it's, I basically. It's the first time he ever shaved the Hair middle of balding. it. Balding. I didn't. Uh... <laughs> she's good. Very nice. Oh, she's good. <laughs> so, did you have a sort of Maldives at all at the it, front? It, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It was sort of the last outpost. I've got it. Before it all it all yeah. went south. 
but I, I am. Um, I just he guilt tripped me. I, I bumped into him in the street, and he went, mm. you, "Why? How come I never see you anymore?" And I panicked. And rather yeah. than saying uh, all is vanity, and I've been going to Tony and Guy, yeah. I, I just How lied. Have you been going to Tony yeah, and Guy? In the self, wow. the self delusion. How much does that cost? It's about fifty it's like quid. The 50 self, quid. it's insanity. The self delusion of a bald man sort of going, maybe if I throw some money at this problem, I went I can to still Tony be and Guy. Your hair looks lovely, Steve. <laughs> the people were so cool when I went to Tony and Guy they could hardly move I mean they really? they oh man they were so what were sort of piercings that vibe no, just you know that sort of I've made an effort at all but mm. I've made a real effort not to make an effort that okay thing. right yeah, yeah but they were moving like um, the tin man in uh in the Wizard of Oz oh, yeah. because yeah. they were so self-conscious yeah. every so many mirrors in there I thought I am never going I'm sure don't get me wrong I'm sure it's a lovely place and I had um, exactly the same haircut I have in Mr Topper for nine quid mm. um, but I'm surprised you went to Tony and Guy yeah. and then um, G&G yeah, mm. but it was just purely I think a, you know a sort of panacea thinking it would be yeah. alright and then um but I lied to him. I lied to Jimmy, the wonderful barber. I, rather than saying I've been going to Tony and Guy, I panicked and went, uh, my mate works in telly and I get his makeup lady to do it. And it's just... <laughs> oh, you know, that's, a, that's a proper oh, Yeah, lie. yeah. Just oh. a, utter, and he saw through it straight away. It's so did. obviously... It's so obviously nonsensical. And also, it's just the practicalities of it. What, the makeup lady? What's she getting out yeah, of it? Yeah. Does she come to the home? Well, yeah. going, what, I mean, that's what, going you, through his you're head. On air, what, you're on air 52 weeks a year, so whenever you need a haircut. It's so obviously yeah. a lie. Oh. And then when he looked at it, he started going, oh, well, you can tell this hasn't been done by someone. Probably He's basically going, you've had cowboys in. Yeah. Because oh, you're saying no. this is a terror, this is all uneven. I was thinking yeah, that's probably not... my skull rather than the haircut. Now I feel outraged on behalf of the imaginary makeup <laughs> artist. She did an OK job, leave her alone. I feel a bit bad for Tony and Guy. I've been charging 50 quid and he's finding all sorts yeah. of faults in it. Oh, dear. But he shaved it and I wasn't ready for the fact that he was going to shave it. And so that was the moment Revenge. where I was like, oh, it's all gone. He's I, got vengeful. When I went into Tony and Guy, I thought they felt that it's like a virus in the machine that somebody on call had commented. <laughs> Do you know what I like, how far we've come? The two gentlemen are talking about their hairdresser visits. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy that. My one visit <laughs> to TNG. So, you, so I actually think it looks lovely. Oh, well, bless your heart. OK. My, uh, I... It's odd because no no member of my family went bald until they were seventy, and okay. my wife saw it and went, "Well, you look great for 70. Okay, keep it light enough about the family baldness. Okay. My mum says I look like David Baddiel, but David is not bald, so I don't understand that. Yeah, David's got a lot of hair. Yeah, whereas my dad said I look like a cathedral gargoyle. <laughs> That's not so nice. Well, I think that's accurate. Do you want my um, therapist's number? <laughs> She's really good. Well, she what, goes back else, into family else stuff do you a get lot. Gargoyles. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah, that's a well. I used to live in a house with gargoyles. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. that's it. I have nothing more to say on that. Oh. Yeah, more gothic. Lovely, it was. Nice. Mm. And it was. Well, they they came with the house. Or yeah. Did you add them? No. How dare you? My family weren't that weird looking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was just a Doctor Who actors coming. Did water come out of their mouth? <laughs> no. Oh, so they, they were, were wooden. They were, yeah. Oh, they were wooden mm. gargoyles. Mm, mm, carved. I'll show you some pictures. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I'll show you the pictures. How many? Oh, about six. <laughs> with, the, with the extended medieval <laughs> yeah. tongue. That's, do I, that's do the any one of them look, I like. Do I look like any of them? Only 
only about one of them. <laughs> yes, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. They, um, <laughs> they haven't caught on in the modern housing. <laughs> I'd like a really modern building just with gargoyles yeah. on it. Like some flats. Just gargoyles on it. There's a meeting at the bar at home. <laughs> Somebody said, you know what? I was thinking. You know, the, the drain pipe thing. We're not really doing anything with it. What about gargoyles? <laughs> Glass and chrome gargoyles. <laughs> he'd, have, he'd, have he'd have a little um, file, a little presentation called gar Gargoyles Allowed. <laughs> <laughs> when he uh, talked about his, his new plan. And you could have them um, modelled on members of your family. Uh, yeah, that's oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah so have my, you know, they have the kids. And Do you know, as my adopted family, I'd choose you, Frank. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I'd be happy to have uh, okay. my mouth watering <laughs> over your uh, OK, house. go to the music. What? <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Now, I wanted to talk about Rod Stewart. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Rod Stewart is having a big old auction? Yes. You can own some of Rod Stewart's property. Yes. He's, I sort of love Rod Stewart. He's kind of really comes across like a good bloke, like a decent human being. Uh, and so he's auctioning off about 40 grand's worth of furniture. I mean, uh, and he's referring to it, he's having a good old-fashioned clear-out. Yeah. Uh, fans of the singer can own items like a leopard print armchair or a figure yeah. of a banjo player. Mm. Mm. Yeah, some of those are a bit... Uh, <laughs> he's... Um, I, I mean, it is... It might be the worst furniture I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Oh, no. <laughs> I really like it. Oh, you don't. <laughs> I do. I really like it. Now, we need to... I, I mean, I, I have to tell you why. I genuinely like that. Okay. Okay, the Baroque gilt. There's a, there's a one figure or figurine. I believe it's cherubs climbing up a pineapple. Yes, exactly. Which <laughs> a lot of that. I wouldn't say it was... Uh, <laughs> do you remember that advert, chock out the chintz? Yeah. I, I, Rod obviously <laughs> did not do that. Yeah, but at least he's not fly-tipping. You know, when people just leave their stuff outside their house, come well, and leave could... a note, come and take yeah. it. No, thanks. Yeah, but if you left that somewhere, <laughs> I think people would say, I bet Rod Stewart's yeah. left that. And he lives on like a 40-acre estate, even getting to the road. <laughs> it's quite a trek. Yeah. Hey, guys, that's a good one. Whatever happened to litterbugs? They don't really get that anymore, do you, litterbugs? <laughs> well, um... Or road hogs. <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I honestly it, think it's if if you was to give me a list of the worst furniture, you know, different types oh, of bathroom, come on. that kind of gilt, over elaborate, yeah. oh, it's awful. I absolutely I was, I was love it. That, I, I, I used to, in his old place. I love that he he had a football pitch on his old house, of and course. I love the simplicity of that. Whereas some of this stuff is quite ornate. What well, you haven't you seen like? the football pitch. It's probably <laughs> have cherubs <laughs> climbing, climbing up, up the gold, gold, gold post. Yeah, yeah. Um, what don't you like about the Louis Kahn's um, faux Louis Kahn? It's Louis Kahn's reproduction, we should say. For, I mean, I presume. Um, I just don't like that. Uh, Not a fan of Baroque. Well, what would you do if you bought? Where would you put? If I if I was about to move into the Palace of Versailles, I might get some. But, <laughs> I just think I once looked at a house. Um, well, I was, I, was, I was looking at houses to buy, and um, this one had got um, gold flamingos as taps, wow. and the water come out the uh, at the mouth. Oh, right. I love yeah. that! And uh, I thought, <laughs> bling, 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 bling. Exactly. I thought, 
even if I had these removed, I'd always blame the house <laughs> that they were there in the first place. <laughs> But Frank, I like a rock star who lives like a rock star. Well, I don't no. want a rock star to have, uh, you know, mole's breath, tasteful grey kitchen. <laughs> I'm not into that. No. I want tantrums and tiaras and cherubs climbing up pineapples. Have you, have you, do you own any rock and roll memorabilia? No. Do I, don't re- I don't really collect things like that, if no. I'm honest with you. I don't. Frank's got a few bits and bobs. I mean, I don't know how... Yeah, you've got Elvis's shirt, for heaven's sake. Well, no, I gave that to the uh, Tsunami Fund. Oh, that's so kind of you, Frank. Yeah, that's me. But Big-hearted not... Arthur, <laughs> they call me. <laughs> I don't really have stuff I know, like sorry, that. I, that. I feel like... Big- bigoted. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like Steve might have rock and roll memorabilia, which is why he asked me. No, no, I've got... A... I've got uh, an old girlfriend gave me one of shit. An old girlfriend does not qualify for all memorabilia. She gave me one of shit. The drummer from Shed Seven, one of his drumsticks, Alan (laughs) Alan Leach. And then when when she dumped me, she took it back. Oh, Oh, really? Alan Leach's drumstick. I don't even have it anymore. Sting in the tail. Sting in the Shed Seven tail. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Imagine imagine losing her (laughs) and that. (laughs) I don't know how you got through that, mate. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Did you have any other rock and roll memory? Because the, the Elvis show was quite famous because you there was the TV show about it. Mm. Have you have you picked up any other bits and bobs over the years? I mean, I got signed, you know, picture type things. Have I got any actual memorabilia? Were you ever a set list collector after uh, gigs? Oh, I've got I have got a full set list. Oh, brilliant! That's great. Yeah. Um, there used to be a big thing, big race for the full uh, set list, <laughs> but a bloke actually uh, got one and then and then uh, gave me gave me the set list. Mm. Oh, so that's that lovely. That's really nice. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I tell you what, this when I looked at Rod's furniture and how terrible it was, it, it's. <laughs> funny. I can't. Well, can we stop saying like we all agree <laughs> that I happen to like that furniture. Okay. For years. Right, and I used to be quite a big fan of Rod in his early uh, manifestations. Yeah. Hey, what's uh, your favourite Rod Stewart song, Frank? Well, one of them would be Los Paraguayas. Remember that? No, I don't know that one. I'm more of a sort of obvious Maggie Baby, May fan. Baby, I'll tell you, but I think I'm catching a cold. Right? Mm. Next Strange line. Opener. And the next line... <laughs> a bit of a downer. The next line I never understood until I saw these pictures this week. Yeah. Pour another chair on the fire, bring the bottle over here. And I thought, and I thought why would you put a chair yeah. on the fire? Now I've seen his chairs. Yeah. yeah, do put another chair on the fire, which is probably where hot legs came from as well. <laughs> I'd never before... His, his cover of cigarettes and alcohol is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he's, um, he's really... I'm not sure of Rod's financial situation. I don't wish to pry. But it is quite unusual for a celebrity to flog their hand-me-down furniture so publicly, yeah. would you say? Yeah. Really? Um, and I will say, at this point, Britt Eklund um, used to describe him as... Um, I think she'd say he was so tight it, it caused him pain to go to the bathroom. And I believe it was Ronnie Wood who, what? Uh, who said um, he was as tight as two coats of paint. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Lovely. I, heard I enjoy he, that. I heard the phrase someone used the phrase, he's so selfish he'd peel an orange in his pocket. 
Yes. Oh, well, one minute you're praising Rod. I'm not saying that over I'm praising him. I'm just saying I love that furniture. Keep that furniture. No need to flog it. Why are you flogging it? Why is Possibly he flogging it? Because, you know, I'm just saying he likes his, he likes his money. Well, they could, I th- you know, okay. could turn it into an episode of Cash in the Attic. Yeah. Put him on that. You know yeah. those people who uh, go into a coma and when they come out of it, they talk Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know those people? Do you think Rod I never just, believed them. I wonder if Rod just woke up with taste <laughs> one morning and went, what on... What's get these chairs out of here immediately? And that's, that's what's happened. He's kicked the whole lot out. I, I love that a spokesman said it's all very rock and roll. Like, like a furniture yeah. sale. Yeah. Is, and it isn't. Yeah. Mm. And it, the only way it's rock and roll, if you throw all of those things out of the window, that's the only way to make if that rock said, and roll. If it said baroque and roll. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, very good. They didn't have the right that? headline for it, Frank. Sorry. It was, they had something like, do you think I'm thrifty? And oh, I yeah, thought yeah. you could have gone for I am sailing. Yeah, it's yeah, there. Yeah. Staring oh, you in the face. Exactly. Yes. The, the first and for a sail, the first cuts are the deepest. Oh. No, I was taking it too far yeah. now. I've gone too far with yeah. the discounts. He wouldn't <laughs> sorry, he wouldn't discount anything. No. The premise is wrong. Yes, you're quite right. Um but I, but I did like when I was reading it, the ad next to it, this story, was how looking to build wealth after 60, <laughs> which I thought was great. Targeted ads. Do you remember, he, he was part of a phenomenon that we, we used, to, used to be known as carbon dating, <laughs> in which people always went out with people that looked the same, like carbon copies of their previous uh, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he went with, out with about six tall blonde women. Yeah, <laughs> all the same. On, all, all looked the same. And my theory was, at the time you may remember, he just didn't want to change the girlfriend avatar on his, <laughs> on his Wii. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Uh, uh, we've, we've had... had I'm so sorry, you, you I was about it. to say, oh, we've had a Quirksione, Yeah, but... I take issue with this correctione okay. because I think you were correct. I will I will share it with you. Sorry, Frank, but what you are referring to, and this is to go back to an Aretha Franklin story you told at the beginning of the show, yeah. is, uh, is a lanyard, not a laminate. And blah, 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 they go on. The, the Absolute Radio website says we are joined by Alan Cochran today. So two correctionis. <laughs> However, I would take issue with that. Because I would say the the um, card itself is laminated on the lanyard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it is, you call it a laminate. Yes. That's what they call it, okay. and it's on a lanyard. Yeah. So what was actually secreted in the bloke's pocket <laughs> was a laminate. <laughs> okay. Clear okay. that. Okay. I just you know. Well, thanks for joining in. Yeah. yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Robin has tweeted the show to say Rod the Robin Monster. has tweeted. <laughs> Is this a bit like Blackbird has spoken <laughs> like the first bird? That was 933, by the way. Credit where it's due. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Robin says Rod the Mod Stewart was quoted by his bandmates from the Faces days as being so tight he'd bend down to tie a slip on shoe. No, but there's, isn't that. There's more to that, isn't there? So he'd be last in the pub to pay for the first round. Yeah. 
Okay. That's the idea. So that when they bought the first round, he bent down pretending you signed. So he's otherwise engaged. Yes. Yeah, you, did you think that was an old cockney thing? I thought it was just a phrase, yeah. That, uh, that is. It's like a two coats of paint, yeah. Ronnie Wood. I didn't yeah. realise that he used to work as in Highgate Cemetery as a young man. I, 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 because of his Scottish connection, I thought he was born in Scotland. I didn't realise he was a North London boy. Well, he's dead. He's yeah, buried he's in Highgate Cemetery. Oh, is he? And there's a, it, there's a, a he's got a massive um, uh, headstone thing. Mm. Uh, and it says, thanks for the Scottish pride, Dad. On oh, it. how lovely. And um, uh, we don't say how lovely on this show, Steve. <laughs> what should I have said in response to that uplifting it's, it's thing? A, okay, I'll, do, I'll remember best. that. I'll do that. You sound like, but you know what, that reminds me of when the... Um, you sound the, like you'd be happy on one of his chairs. <laughs> I happen to like those chairs. What about the man when I was uh, showing around Highgate Cemetery and said, yeah, we get a lot of celebrities here. Oh, yeah. uh, George Michael's mother. Huh? Oh, um, so really the Christina Rossetti. Mainly the parents yeah. of celebrities. Mainly the parents. In, fact, in your Q and A, you mentioned the other, the one where uh, Hugh Gateskill and uh, Peter Cook, which is not Highgate, is it? That's in Hampstead. No, that's in Hampstead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and a beautiful one. John Constable's just over the road in another one. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. enough about graves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love a celebrity Graves, grave. this graves that. Yeah. Celebrity graves. <laughs> that could be the new uh, new feature on the show. People say, "No, yeah, I saw her." Okay, maybe. What's not, your favourite celebrity grave? Mine, Litvinenko. <laughs> Lovely grave. Where is that one? I get cemetery. Oh, okay. Okay. I went to that one in. Um, it's all safe. Can I just say now? Yeah. It's okay. I went to the uh, that one in Paris where... Um, oh, the Pierre Lachaise. Pierre Lachaise, yeah. yeah. Where Oscar Wilde is all covered in lipstick kisses. Yeah. Mm. Do you know that? Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love a bit of that. I saw... Yeah. Uh, anyway, we won't, let's not go any further okay. into <laughs> the graves thing. <laughs> um, let's, let How us are we going to get out, Frank? How are we going to get out of the graves? Let us not... Um, <laughs> Let us not forget my trip to Colonel Sanders. Right. <laughs> have you ever yeah. seen that, Steve? No. Was um, it, is it okay to have <laughs> your photo taken with your arm around the headstone? It was the moral question. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and, Al- and Steve Hall. Yeah. Oh, such a struggle. <laughs> um, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Okay. 867 got in touch. You were, we were talking about sort of celebrity memorabilia earlier, specifically um, rock and roll memorabilia. Mm-hmm. We have a photo of John Lennon in a swimming pool at, our, at a hotel in Barbados holding up a sign with no swimming on it. For years, my father said he took the photo, but confessed recently he stole it off the hotel notice board. Oh. Oh, gone off your dad. I wonder what brought that about, that confession, after all these years. Oh, dear. I I, I kept a light ale bottle that Ray Davis passed me from the stage at Birmingham Town Hall. It wasn't signed or anything, yeah. I just kept the light hail bottle, but I moved yeah. there a bit and it, it, it might have come in useful for you, darling. <laughs> um, Frank. Now, now I think he goes to my partner's gym. 
strange, strange love rival. She said you should come in and just, you know, bump into him. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh, Ray Davis going to be doing his stretches. <laughs> would just seem wrong. Ray Davis is the is the lead uh, man with the kinks. In case you're over, uh, Frank. Lovely to have kids. a nice some um, sixty-one-year-old groupie. <laughs> Who likes that? I told you when uh, Orlando Bloom. Did I tell you about that? Orlando oh yeah, he was at, he's at the Bloom gym as well. He, he's at the gym. Yeah. Oh, really? Or he was, I don't know if he is now. And he used to be on the machine. Did yeah. I tell you this on the well, show? I can't remember, but go on. And he's, uh, he had a woman who would uh, be doing lines with him. So she'd be standing there with a script and he'd be doing lines oh, while what? he was on the, in the gym. You've got to have tremendous self-confidence. Yeah. I mean, that's what it takes. Yeah. yeah. Drop and give me a soliloquy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't think I could do that myself. But respect that he can do that. Oh, respect. Uh, I need to share something with you. I'm struggling with audiences, which, I mean, I know you Yeah, I can, I can relate to that. OK. Yeah. Well, Steve, empty hall. I'm surprised <laughs> you brought that up. I mean, whilst I'm sitting as an audience member... So I'm struggling with fellow audience members. Oh, people okay? can't do it anymore. It's it's an art that's been lost. It's well, this like, is it's what... like crofting. <laughs> <laughs> it is. People can't. They just can't. Their people can't sit and concentrate on anything. For I more. think you might be right. And as um, someone who, I mean, I'd almost put myself in the bracket of elderly these days. Oh come on! I've got yeah, was the right thing to say. <laughs> I've got used to having to sit still for long periods of time. So I've had this three times recently. I had it at uh, Ian McKellen's Lear. Oh yeah. I had it at Simon Callow's Wild. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I had it even recently. Uh, at a ma- rather more modern affair at a film premiere of the festival. I don't know if you've heard about it. Anyway, it's out at the moment, but I went to the premiere this week and I took my niece. And in fact, your old runner uh, is the person behind it. Yes. You recall? She's a runner, in case you don't know, is a person Morris. who works on TV things and stuff and makes, yeah. makes the tea and... Cause get, I sent him for Rowan chips once, and he went, "Okay, I'm right up, right up, go and get it." <laughs> He'd obviously never heard of Row. Yeah, yeah. This was on Fantasy Football League. I think it was. Mm. Yeah, no, fine, I'll. Well, that's what he's. Oh, yeah. totally oh, yeah. He went to cre- he went on to cre- creator of the in between, is he, Morris? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so he went off to get Rowan chips. Because <laughs> the thing was, and this is why he did well in television, uh, uh, is that he just, he didn't say so what is row. He just off he went. Right. Yeah. So he came back with um, with Rowan chips. He got it, but he bought seven or seven row with the chips. <laughs> he didn't know how many people had. <laughs> Which is like getting seven fishes, basically. <laughs> wow. How fishes, seven fishes, seven fish. What's the right... Can I, uh, can I ask a question? What's the right plural for that? Lo- loaves and fishes. So fi- fi- Fine. Seven fishes. Okay. Um, can I raise a practical question at this point? Sure. What is roe? You don't know either. <laughs> no. Roe, um, it's cod roe, and oh. it's, uh, it comes battered in fish and chip shops. It's oh. like a disc... A disc of fish eggs. Oh, how lovely. Because caviar is roe. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> so maybe I could try that with my saveloy. Well, have you had your saveloy yet? No. No, I knew that was all tall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, we've got to go to the break in a minute, so I, can't, I don't know what to do. Because I've not what, finished the, my story. What were the audience doing? Well, no, but we, we can carry on after the break. There's now Laura Guinea. Okay, <laughs> fine. 
Okay, I've said again. What about it? <laughs> I might say ain't later. Please don't. Yeah, I'm going to do that, and that ain't a thing you can do about it. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that's. I only ever hear that on trains. Oh. People on the phone, and <laughs> blokes in suits. <laughs> I said to him, I said, well, you can, they can say 11K if they like, but I'm not going there, and that ain't a goddamn thing they can do about it. <laughs> they say goddamn sometimes. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> you can't tell them. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's, out, it's out of order. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You'd left us hanging in. What, what, what did this oh, audience yes. at the festival do? So at do? the festival... Festival is a new film. Yeah. And um, it's great fun. I'm enjoying the movie. However, however, I didn't like the people sitting nearby me. Now, I'm a premier, at a premier. I think there's a basic entry level <laughs> standard of behaviour. you become a prime minister. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if that's how I announced it. Yeah. Oh. Um, but there's... So firstly, there's a man next to me... And he was laughing whilst moving. And I don't like that. He was laughing loudly, which I know you two as comics will be a huge sort of yeah, you fan of. You want that. But don't do this in your chair. I mean, I appreciate I'm on the radio, you can't see. But just Sort to, of Edward Heath style. Yeah. yeah. He was a sort of extrovert tumble dryer. Sit, sit, just sit still and laugh. It was too much. That's that strict. Yeah. Got, got OK, what about this one? You think, <laughs> OK, OK, I, w- I will listen to you both. OK. What about the woman behind me? who adopted a sort of Nostradamus approach to the film, saying what was going to happen and then describing it whilst it was happening. So she would say things like, oh, my God, he's going to get her there and she won't even be there. Oh, so she... Oh, yeah, that's she was telling me. Polly Crowther used to do that. He's going to come back in the tent and she's going to find him. Polly Crowther was a woman... Um, I think my dad knew her. Anyway, she, yeah. used, to, she used to go to the cinema... And sit and go, oh, he's not going to go in there now. Oh, no, this one. And we're, oh, we're not going in there. And did a lot of yeah. that. At one point she went, oh, look, he's angry. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me that. So that that sort of slightly, it just took 10% off the evening. And don't get me started on Ian McKellen and the woman next to me who during King Lear started getting out lavender oil and rubbing it all over her elbows... Her album. Does, no, does yeah. nobody nudge these people when they do it? Yes, I do. I kick them sometimes. <laughs> but I, you don't want to be nudged back by somebody with lavender eye on their elbow. <laughs> That's a good point. Go, I'm smelling like a pensioner. <laughs> I've gone, I'm smelling like a pensioner before now. There's just I, a, Frank, there's just a lot of movement, with, uh, I find. With the, do you uh, find this with I audience? Think, I think, as I say, being an audience... Is a, is a completely lost art. People, I think it's too much sitting at home watching Netflix and talking and moving about and getting a cup of tea and all that. Yeah. And the people, are, and also people of you know, in the age of the smartphone, people can't resist looking at emails. They got their Apple watches. Right, yeah. Well, what are we going to do? I went the other way. I saw the festival yesterday, oh. and I found the solution is I saw it on my own. There was nobody else in the cinema. It's a, oh. it's a good film. I don't want to decry its box office. Great advert <laughs> <great effort, laughs> for the movie. It's a really fun film, but it's yeah, quite oh. a weird. And then there's that the suspense where you're really hoping no one else comes in at the last minute. Mm. I go, I've I can... found that what I've done is I've just learned to accept that... Um, there will be other noise and people checking things. Otherwise, it'll drive you crazy. 
Okay, well, I, I'm afraid I'm that's not able life. to do that. So um. that's life. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the people say. <laughs> Frank, just do the straight melody. That's <laughs> life. <laughs> Frank. Um. So okay, so you've gone all zen now. I, I've just got you. Just got to get people on the phone and all sorts of stuff in cinemas. You've seen people on the phone. Yeah. Getting the phones out. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, we had it when we went to Skyfall, Frank. Not Skyfall, the other one. I took, We went to the Bond together, didn't Which we? Which one did we go to then? I don't know, but I remember Skyfall. there was a scene and there was a woman saying, we've got that sofa. <laughs> don't you remember when there was a big shootout? The I, woman on my left said, we've got that sofa. To be fair, it was Dame Judy then. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, um, I think it must have been Skyfall. I always remember this. You know, I guess It's the one thing. with the Sam Smith music. Yeah, um, writings on a, the wall. It could be anything. I don't know. Um, so I, I, you know that thing when you leave. I don't know if women get this, but do you get this, Steve? You leave a cinema, and if it's something like James Bond, you move a bit differently, a bit like your yeah, James yeah, Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just feel a bit more like you're a bit of spice. <laughs> but I still get it now in my sixties. I remember I got back to the, my car and. Uh, I was really glad that I'd got a thing that I could press the button <laughs> and uh, the car would open like I was in the gadget world. I remember I just sort of leaned across. And the way I leaned across was a bit Daniel Craigish. Just I held it in a sort of uh, ping. I, I bet it wasn't. It, well, it, inside me it was. It felt Daniel Craig. So I did it. And you know when you do that, the doors open, the lights come on. And I just saw the light come on on the child's seat in the back. <laughs> uh, maybe not. This is Frank Skinner. So, Emily, we were talking about you being annoyed by the the noise of audiences in yeah, cinemas. Sounds and theaters. like me. Uh, there's a story from Slovakia this week of a, of a, a woman who has driven her neighbours crazy for 16 years by playing the same four minute aria over and over again at full volume, playing oh. a bit of La Traviata, mm. uh, performed by Placido Domingo to drown out the barking of a neighbour's dog. Yeah, and she did it. Uh, every day from 6am to 10pm. Even oh. though, that, can we say she continued after the dog had uh, passed away? Yeah. Okay. Um, Could have gone. And then she's now finally been arrested. Yeah. Uh, so someone snapped 15 years was fine, but 16 <laughs> is the absolute limit. What happened to uh, years 1 through 15? Do you think it's actually about 10 times a day for about six months? Is the truth well, this is what right, I think. I, see, I mean, you know. Uh, it's, yes, they've been very patient, the neighbours. Yeah, yeah. So oh. she, she never leaves the house, apparently, this woman. When you say this woman, do you mean Eva N? Yes, Eva N. <laughs> Why is that? A, is that a sort of Eastern European thing that you have an initial for a surname like Joseph K? Is that is Eva that right? N. Yeah, they, she's yeah, called yeah. Eva N. Oh. Yeah, I like it. Is that for um, privacy reasons, do we think? Oh, fine. Suddenly she cares about privacy, yeah, keeping yeah. it keeping it low. Um, it's like yeah, she's called... called yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eva she, N. She could face three years in jail. The jury have retired to consider their verdict. Bad news for the other prisoners. Yeah. yeah. She's going to be next. It's not even... You know, La Traviata, the big one is... Yeah. It's not even that. No. It's, I mean, she's gone for, like, a, a, a yeah, lesser yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got a memory of... I think on Fantasy Football, you and David did... A, you did the, the drinkings on the... Da, 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 da. There's, there's, a, there's definitely... I think I've seen a thing of you two rewriting that. 
for like World Cup 94 or something like that. Oh, OK. There's a bit where you're going, what is this? What is this? What is this? What is Are this? Are you thinking of the nightmare before Christmas? <laughs> Quite what's possibly. This? What's this? <laughs> now, I don't know what you're talking about, Steve, but it's lovely that you remember the show at all. <laughs> I get my alerts from kafkadesk.org. I don't know about you, that's where I get my news alerts. <laughs> is that like Somerset uh, Yes, Live? it's my version of Somerset Live. <laughs> um, but they were saying that... Uh, yeah, is that they where said, the news story comes from, Kafka? Ka- kafkadesk.org. That's why they only use their initials. It's a Kafka <laughs> technique. Yeah, and it's written by men just wearing, just in suits and bowler hats. Yeah, and you never much. quite know what their job is. Yeah. You just they don't really speak to you. You're somewhere trapped in their bureaucracy. Yeah. They said it was, and I trust them, obviously. Um, I'm frightened not to. But they said it, w- it went on from 6am to 10pm. Every day. No, yeah. The same song. That's, yeah. So, I mean, you could probably do the math on this if it's four minutes You do long. the math. L- love people that yeah. say that. really makes me fancy them. So, 10, 10 o'clock to... 6am to 10pm, darling. So, how many hours is that? 12, 12 uh, Steve, hours? Sort of thing you'd know. 16 hours. 16 okay. hours. So, 16 hours, four-minute tracks. You play it 15 times. Yeah. So 16 Steve? times 15, that's how many times. Come on, Steve. Goodness me. Oh, come on, I'm man. I'm, I'm 16 times 15. <laughs> well, you don't know it. Well, no, but I'm not. Do I look like a math Well, type? guess what? I do know it, and it's uh, 240. No, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she plays. Well, I think it is 240. No, it is, Steve. It is. <laughs> Whatever it is. It's 240. I've done it on calculator. I have to say, she's... Com- Completely spitting in the face of absolute no repeat guarantee. (laughs) Never has it been flouted more completely than by her. Absolute, absolute Absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were discussing uh, Eva N and her taunting her neighbours for 16 years. Is Is there a song, Frank or Emily, you could listen to? If you had to choose a song that you were going to be forced to listen to for 16 years... Well, I'd go for something with a narrative. Because I would find that more interesting. I don't just want Ooh Baby for 16 years. I would want something like Jolene. Because then with the more I hear it, the more layered, the more I might... Uh, It's like reading a novel, isn't it? Do you see? You're looking a bit sceptical. You're grimacing. Well, I have... Since I've had a child, I know what it is to learn, listen to the same piece of music (laughs) over and over. And I don't know if there's... Even songs I love, I think I could drive myself to despising them. Okay. It's it's a dangerous bit. I, I live next door to a man when I lived in bed sits in Birmingham. Oh, a sorry about this I, section, a bit depressing. <laughs> a man who only had two um, records and he used to play um, Blue Mondays. Ding, 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 Blue Monday, yeah. Well, and you more on your order, Blue Monday. Yeah, mm. and he used to play that and... Um, Love Missile F111. Oh, Zig Zig Sputnik. Yeah. yeah. And he just used to interchange those. <laughs> Not, but I mean, for hours. He would do that for hours. Okay. And they're both great tracks, yeah. but after a while. Do you think people felt this a bit about um, it's coming home throughout the summer? <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've got to be honest, though, I never possible. felt that. 
Well, yeah. Boz, for example, just slightly, um, my child Boz, is, is very, very much into the final <laughs> countdown. <laughs> he sung it to me the other day. Oh, did he? He loves the opening uh, bars. Yeah. And he, he lo- gets very ready, he gets prepared for it like he's on <laughs> stage. So I think at the moment he's mad about the final countdown and Eye of the Tiger. So I think... I think the theme is a sort of a very specific riff rock. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Quite triumphant. Eighties well. hair bands. So I tried mm. him on a few. What I thought one of the classic riff rock me. I thought you know Layla. Great idea. Yeah, yeah. So I played Layla. Did I ever tell you I went for lunch with um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eric Clapton? Oh yeah. What did he say again? I came back from the toilet with me going. <laughs> just hadn't thought about it. He, he, said, he said, "Don't, don't do that." <laughs> anyway, so I played oh. him. I played him Layla, and he said, "I like it." Mm. And I said, "But you don't love it." He said. I wouldn't kiss the man who wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> fabulous piece of music criticism. Enemy? Yeah. Yeah, sort of Lester Bangs quote or something. I wouldn't kiss the man who wrote it. Oh, I love that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We were discussing what song, if you had to listen to a song every Two day. Two things I've gone off quite a lot. What? Coffee and TV. Coffee and TV. <laughs> Have you? I think if, if they'd both disappeared, I think I might be all right. That's no, not quite true. <laughs> I Coffee, don't know I've gone so. off. Curling up on the sofa with a, with a red wine, which is what people always say on the dating. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone off curling what up. What were those other things? Slankets. Oh, I Do love Slanky. That? I loved a slanky. Gone. Onesies, they were massive, weren't they, at one point? Can we do whatever yeah. happened to, Frank, whatever for the onesies? Whatever happened to onesies, yeah. I think. I, I'm yeah. sure they still exist, but they don't have the kind of profile they used to have. The onesie show could be a... I think yeah. they were a, a byproduct of the national obesity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Uh, we were talking about uh, if you had to listen to a song repeatedly for 16 years. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking what I'd go for. And I, I like the idea of an instrumental. If you had to listen to something, an mm. instrumental would suit me. I think Chariots of Fire mm-hmm. would be... If you, had to, if you had to have it on repeat, because you'd get stuff done. You'd get everything done in slow motion. Mm. But it would give your life a kind of epic feel. So even just doing the washing up, would dun, 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 you'd sort of feel inspired. Yeah. I used to, um, there's a couple of songs I used to play before I went on stage. One was, um, If Women Like Them Like Men Like Those, Why Don't Women Like Me by George Formby. Just because yeah. it makes me feel incredibly happy for some reason. I understand yeah. that. And also um, Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. Oh, yeah, great. Far away. Something probably, about the Mexican trumpet. <laughs> Elvis's uh, Better Better Land. Um, oh, what's it called again, Frank? I don't know if it's Yeah. Is it called Better Land? You know what I mean? Da, 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 oh, no, no. What's um, it called? If then? I Can Dream. Yeah, If I Can Dream. That there is must good... be light, it's burning <laughs> brighter. It's yeah. When I hear the beginning you. of that, I feel inspired. Yeah. Okay. What about that Elvis song that says, Born in the heat of the desert, <laughs> my mama died giving me life. A bit depressing. And then it, was, then it goes on to... Um, Getting a bit dark on absolute yeah. radio. Something, something my father blamed for the death of his wife. <laughs> it's it's it opens Whoa. like that. 
Keep it light, Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Elvis. He never kept yeah. it light. I wouldn't go for that. I'd go for the Benny Hill theme tune. That'll get stuff done. <laughs> yeah. Not in the current climate. Oh, yeah. Oh, not the stuff not it would get possible. done that worries me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sitting in parks trying to see up nurses' skirts. Is, oh, tossing is, a hey, coin. Is that and then the it way goes... forward? I don't think so. What about when he tossed a coin and it went down the dress and then Julius Caesar came up smiling? I mean, come on. Oh, oh. oh it's crass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had his moments, Benny, but he's... Yakety sax no more. It's, it's gone. That's fine. Is that what it was called, yakety sax? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Good that you know that. Though, <laughs> I think we've got a jingle for that, haven't we? Have we? Wiki Stevia, Wiki oh, Stevia, no Steve knows stuff. Oh, that's oh, really delighted. Good. Absolutely delighted. Right, now you can't use it in your next day. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's about all from us. So um, we'll be back. Uh, yes, yeah, so the good lords. I can't even remember the ending. <laughs> I think I've got legionnaires. I was on. Uh, I was. What on ever a, happened to Legionnaires? I, I went on a log <laughs> no one flume. No one's anymore. I was on a log flume on uh, Tuesday. Did you and go I back to the seventies? I think that's a classic Legionnaires collection <laughs> point. Anyway, um, yes. So if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Be seeing you. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from eight. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute Radio.